PFT Media. You are now listening to Cinema Crespediso. Chris Crespo Radio Show. Everybody likes it. Listen to his shit. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 142 plus 320 fuck. <laughs> 320 fuck. 320 fuck. Welcome to episode 320 fuck of Cinema Crespity. So when you convert that to your earth numbers, <laughs> that would be 428. That's right. I am from outer space, your new host of the show. But space almost Jeremy Irons? Space almost, ju- it started as a Michael Caine, but quickly turned into just a random nonsense. With me, as always, is your Earth co-host, Drewster Cogman. This is weird. This is terrible. You're weird. It's not weird, it's terrible. Those are two different things. <laughs> they could be the same, but in this case, they are completely different. Drewster Cogman, how are you doing? Did you see that Justice League? Yeah, Did you see it. that Zack Snyder's yep. Justice League? I've seen it. We can be talking about that Justice League. Yep, i seen it. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. i seen it. Oh, oh boy! I oh done boy. watched it. <laughs> oh boy! Oh boy, man! Uh, we can, we gonna talk about it. Yeah. We gonna talk about it. Uh huh. <coughs> Excuse me. First of all, I'm gonna say it. We are gonna talk about the deets. Where it's spoilervilles, whatever. Cut. Cut. Yeah, First look, off, yeah. it's the same story anyway from the 2017 movie. Can we, can we talk about what I liked about it? Can we talk about what I liked about it before we get to what I didn't like of about course, it? Of course, yeah. I think. <laughs> In this case, especially the likes, we should we should be, lead with that. Got to be fewer. <laughs> it's, it's, it's uh, let's start. We'll start positive before we get to the negative. Uh, um, but we're gonna get into all the deeds. We're gonna get into. So if you want to not be spoiled, quote spoiled on anything that may be different in this movie before you get to watch it, uh, skip forward, save the show, listen to it later. But we're gonna get spoilery with this yeah. thing for the next next ten fifteen minutes or so. Uh, Zack Snyder's Justice League. Drew, what did you like? Uh, I, I liked Joe Manganiello at the end as Deathstroke. That was a lot of fun. Yeah, <laughs> you know th- what? What was it? The Batman vs. No, no, it was just no. Yeah, Batman vs. Superman. BVS DOJ. Yeah, BVS colon DOJ is when they teased him at the on the yacht. Yeah, but even that was reshot apparently. Mm. Uh, because the dialogue is completely different yeah, between yeah. the two movies. Mm-hmm. In the 2017 one, he's like, we should start a league of our own. And then Tom Hanks comes out and he's like, there's yeah. no crime. <laughs> DC villainy. And, villainy. <laughs> um, and then in this one, he was just like, oh no, I have a, I have something you want, which is uh, Batman is Bruce Wayne. And he's yeah. like, that is something I want. <laughs> and then we're like, um, Duh. okay. <laughs> yeah, but that does nothing for us in yeah. terms of... Uh, the sequels that we'll never get no, to see. No, exactly. No, right. You know. It's just a weird tease now. Yeah. It's just it, it's just fun seeing him in a suit, and in, in my head, like now, Joe Manganiello is Deadshot. How old is he? He's in his. Is he in his fifties? I don't know. He he looks. Great. He looks really good in the suit. <laughs> he looks 
great. Yeah, I agree. A hundred percent. I would love to see yeah. love to see him. Slade Wilson? Yeah. Because Wade Slade. Because Wade is a spoof of him, right? Uh-huh. Sat- satirically. Yes. But so it was Marvel making fun of a DC character? Mm-hmm. That's fun. That's a that's a good, that's a good <laughs> Deathstroke sign. Deadpool. I like I, I like that. That's fun. Okay, so you like that? Yes, I agree with that as well. I yes. enjoyed that. Okay, what else do you like? I enjoyed the black suit. Yeah, I wanted I, black suit was cool. I really wanted him to have a mullet. I wanted have him to have an awful mullet oh, so bad. Oh, Drew, it's so funny you say that. <laughs> I was just reading about how Snyder did an interview very recently. First off, that black suit on set was in color. Um, Whatever. And uh, the studio, and I'm when he says studio, I imagine he's talking about Jeff Johns, and I think John Berg is the guy's name. Um, they were like, no one wants to see the black suit. My people ass. want, yeah, people want the suit in color. They want the color Fuck suit, <laughs> and that was part of like, you know, he talks about how the 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 fight for the movie got sucked out of him when his uh, step or his adopted daughter uh, committed suicide, yeah. and. Uh, so all the arguments like that, he couldn't, he didn't have it anymore to put up with all that bullshit, and that's part of the reason why he, he stepped away. But he always wanted to do black suit, and that was one of the things the studio did not want. I mean, and the studio was wrong. Be, be as true to the comic books as he possibly can. In that case, why not? It looks yeah. awesome. It looks great. He wanted to do mullet. They did not want mullet. The thing with the mullet was that they couldn't. It would have been like the mustache, the no. taking that out. Mm-hmm. They they couldn't shoot it with the mullet and then decide later to change it. Yeah, no. They could shoot with the color suit and then change the colors later, yeah. which is uh, essentially what they did. But yes, I enjoyed black suit too. Yeah, black suit was awesome, and mullet would have been awesome. Yeah, mullet would have been fun. Even uh, also a little bit of a scruff, a little bit of beard, a little scruff. Yeah, because I think that also he's been a little beardy in, at times in the, in the black suit days. Yes, I agree. Black suit. Agreed. Okay. Black suit was good. What else we got? Uh, Martian Manhunter was fun. That was interesting. <laughs> Pops up twice. Uh-huh. Uh, yes. So interesting. Okay. I have more info than that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So Martian Manhunter pops up first off. He's, uh, there's that scene between Martha and Lois mm-hmm. uh, where it's just a scene about grief and grieving and sharing that secret and all that. I thought it was a good scene. That was fine. It gives them something to do in terms of Lois even of being, being in the movie. In the movie yeah. yeah, for having to be, uh, be more than just a plot point that she needs to be there to help Superman reconnect. Um, when he's when when Martha steps out and it's fucking real quick turns into like John John. She's like, holy shit, look at him! And, mm-hmm. then, and then I thought that was gonna be it, but then he pops up again at the end to tell Bruce Wayne like, hey, you know, hey, by the way, I'm here. I'm I'm, I'm gonna join your shit, <laughs> Bruce. Uh. Still not really a fan. I'm sure you're not, but I'm st- not really sold still on Ben Affleck as Batman. But his yeah. but his reaction to seeing him, like, oh, okay, yeah. I, I guess yeah. you are here. I mean, I think he fun. makes a better Bruce Wayne than he does a Batman. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. It's, 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 it's like he's not bringing it for, as Batman. Uh, I mean, I don't... A little too low-key? What's going on I don't. There? I don't know. It just it doesn't work for me. It's, is it just still too much? It's just... It's Ben Affleck? Like I'm seeing Ben Affleck. I think well, that and I think it, it's probably one of my least favorite Batman suits too. It's so puffy. Is it because he's a big guy? He's six foot four. Maybe. Maybe so. It's hard to. He can't be like a sleek Batman like I mean, uh, Christian he, Bale. He look. He looks more like a Frank Miller drawing of Batman. Mm. But at the same, which is the intention. But at the same time, like after seeing that, like the. the like that looks fine when it's hand drawn, but yeah. I don't want to see that in real life. Yeah, I agree. It's like the tumbler is from uh, the Dark Knight Returns, the big old yeah. huge thing. 
And it's cool when it's in a comic and it's all avant-garde and interesting and arty. When you see it in a movie and it's just a big old tank, you're like, eh. Yeah, that happens to look like a bat signal. Yeah, like I kind of <laughs> just miss the uh, yeah, good not. old Batmobile. Uh-huh. Like a cool car with some fins on it. Yeah, yeah that's true. Um, and they did take out, obviously, some, some of the shots of the bat suit in the 2017 version. That was like, man, this does look like the worst suit. The worst lighting for it. No. it. It looks terrible. That was like reshot stuff. Snyder definitely knew how to shoot that suit that he picked better than yeah. than uh, Joss Whedon did. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Yeah. Oh, another factoid on this one. Another thing that the studio shot down and, and Snyder was okay with or he gave into, uh, like he understood why. He wanted that cameo to be... Uh, John Stewart as Green Lantern, okay, and not you know not a Daily yeah. Show John Stewart, but the yeah, comic yeah. guy. And Warner Brothers said, "No, we have plans already for how we're going to introduce John Stewart. So even though this is like an Elseworlds type thing, we still want to keep that. Uh, we still want that launch to be yeah. have control of that." And Snyder's like, "Okay, that's understandable, no problem." That's when he changed it to Martian Manhunter, which mm-hmm. is still fucking cool, man. No. And then he's the, this character, this guy. He was in uh, Man of Steel anyway, so it's like retroactively now Martian Manhunter has been around all along. Yeah, sneaky. Exactly. I, I see yeah. what you're doing, Zack Snyder. <clears throat> That's very cute. Okay, what else you got? Uh, what else we like? I I, I liked uh, everything that had to do with Dark Side. <laughs> yes, <laughs> absolutely. Anything that had to do with Dark Side was. Awesome. Why? Why was Darkseid so cool? Dark because he's really the, cool. like a, he's that's the dark side. Like in the comic books, he looks a little funny sometimes. Sure. But like in like that's what I imagine. Like Darkseid, like like a stone monster, red eyes. Yeah. Well, that and, scary, and I, scary. I, I, scary. I, I, I love his zigzag vision, where like he just like he just looks over at something, and all of a sudden these things shoot out of his eyes. They just they do weird zigzags, and, and the thing dies. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's true. Man, he's crazy. <laughs> I I like Darkseid a lot. Yeah. Um, and I like there was way more Darkseid than I thought there was gonna be for yeah. sure. I like how that big battle that they flash back to that that was amazing. So much better. <laughs> so they reshot that whole battle. <laughs> Crazy, so much work, so yeah. much work. Why? Because they have to get rid of Dark Side. Is that why? So they're like, we have to reshoot this thing to now fit our yeah. our version of Steppenwolf. Uh-huh. Also, I thought the Steppenwolf design was a was better, a, yeah, better, and uh, and also the character had more and the motivation. The end of Steppenwolf in this movie was fucking so great. That was, fu- <laughs> that was yeah, like, dude. Here is your herald, literally headless, flopping on your floor. Yeah, and it was like it was like teamwork too yeah. to make to make the most dramatic. Like, let's flop this at your feet. Yeah. And then Darkseid puts his foot on. It's like I knew it. No, the the sod. Yeah. It's like I knew it. I like when he communicates with the sod and he yeah. pops oh, up. All in that. that that was super cool. All uh, everything that had to do with the fucking uh, the mother cubes, like just like the way they sat in that monolith, like yeah. that whole thing. So awesome. It was so much better. <laughs> weirdly, it's weirdly better how it's the same thing, the same MacGuffin, the same motivations, just expounded upon more, and it did oh. work better. Um, I like that with Steppenwolf, just to keep that in the same realm there. The first time around, Steppenwolf was just like, we found another world to to, to turn into yeah. what, our world. Yeah, no, the- and... and 
uh, our Lord will be happy. Yeah. And that was it, right? Yeah, and, well, and that was the beginning of this, but then they realized the fucking anti-life equations on goddamn Earth, and this is where fucking uh, Darkseid was defeated the, the one and only time. Yeah, the, fir- yeah, the first <laughs> time. So now that has much more significance, oh. and why they even want the world to begin with, right? Now it's like, oh shit, this is really no. big. And then Steppenwolf is like, Man, I fucked up that one time when I tried to like overthrow Dark, uh, whatever he did. They, <laughs> yeah. they don't really explain it, no. but he did something that was like a betrayal. Uh, so he's been trying to get. Oh, what did he even say? You, you're you so- still owe me fifty thousand worlds, God, bro. <laughs> man, that's a lot of worlds. He's like, fuck. But then, then it's anti life. He's yeah. like, so that's like almost like a straight to go collect two hundred dollars yeah. from him. He lucked out. He got so lucky. Um, like I just understood him more than just being like. Just mindlessly taking over the universe, you know, uh, and it ends up being more satisfying. Also, like how his eyes started glowing at the end. Yes, I don't understand why. Nope. Did he touch a mother box? Don't I, know. Like, I, I, I like, doesn't matter. I, I was like, did I look away for a second? Now his eyes are glowing. He, he went super sane. I'm it, cool with it. Yeah, I was like, that <laughs> looks. Uh, it's visually satisfying. Okay, all right. So dark side thumbs up. Yeah. Okay. Like I said, and, and everything that had to do with it. Absolutely. Okay. Uh, Next, like did that, did that, said that. You know, surprisingly. Fan of the Flash stuff. Oh. It's it was a lot more fun for whatever reason. There's a little bit more, right? So we have the Flash uh, trying to get a job, meeting Iris West, and then the actual Flash movement is is a little different. Yeah, but mostly same. The but one- but it, it, it also sets a flashpoint. It does set a flashpoint. Like a motherfucker. Yeah, a lot, a lot more talking about how now his thing. Actually, yes, they change him uh, quite a bit. So in the first time around, his whole thing is like, this is my first time. And Batman's like, just just save one, and then he'll know what to do. And then later, when they're at the uh, the final battle, he has to like save that family, that random family. Yeah. That's like, why is this family here? Um, in this one, his thing is like, if I go too fast, like weird things happen with time. <laughs> and I don't like it. And uh, I have a rule against it. Yes. Yeah, it's like, gotta break the rule. Gotta break <laughs> gotta the break rule. The rule. Gotta do it now. Yeah. And that, actually, that whole scene where he was breaking the rule and going backwards in time and watching everybody reform from being fucking vaporized yes. was Awesome. Yes, that was super cool. Uh, everyone, cyborg, like it, yeah. they all had to reassemble. Yeah. Like you see their brain yeah, coming and back. Even Superman, yeah. Everyone, everyone went out. Uh, that was awesome. Yeah. Barry, oh, uh, is it Barry? It's Barry, right? Yeah, Barry Allen saved yeah. everyone. And it does set up Flashpoint, like and, a motherfucker. And, and then it also set up what the future Justice League movies because that those would involved uh, more time travel yeah. as well. Yes, I agree. I think Flash was an improvement. And uh, I also thought Cyborg was an improvement because it, he actually had a story. Yeah, agreed. It's just it. It ah, the thing is. <laughs> okay, let's get into it. Let's get the into thing. it. Well, yeah. when you're because they're they're telling this story the way it's kind of supposed to have been done in the comic books. I yeah. mean, Superman wasn't dead at the time, so that got shoehorned into the whole thing. Okay. Um, but with Cyborg. Cyborg was made from dark side technology. Nobody mm-hmm. knew that. Mm-hmm. Like that's that became a, a revelation when you know later on. Exactly. Um. So like having to get all of that, it just it felt like a little bit too much. Okay. Yeah. To to squeeze it to all squeeze in there. It. I mean, I'm I'm glad they did because it fleshed out the character more and it actually made me. I mean, they're squeezing in Cyborg into the team, but in yeah. terms of four hour of the four hour movie. At least Cyborg has a purpose. Like yeah. they made the yes. story 
he has a story. Yeah, he has a story, as opposed to why the fuck is he here? As opposed to oh, he was made by one of the mother boxes, and, 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 and now he's just like hanging around. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, at least in this one, he has like oh, more gets into yeah. the dad and stuff yeah. and all that. And, and, and I liked all the visuals of that because some of those visuals are straight from the fucking comic cells. Yeah, of like the the torso up on the red wall with everything like that, that's straight from the comic. Oh books. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's pretty pretty wild yeah. looking. That's like history of violence Crazy type shit. Shit. It's pretty wild. Body man. horror. Um. Okay. What else we got? Anything else that you like? That you like? This wow. That's actually. This is cool. This is good. Nothing I can think of at the moment. Okay. 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 I liked. Oh, Wonder what Wonder Woman was way more badass in this movie. Oh, she, she was a fucking killer. It's, it's, <laughs> it's, ama- it's amazing. It, it, towards the end, they are they are all killers kill, at the yeah, end when yeah, they're yeah, killing yeah. the parademons and shit. Yeah, they are. And then it it actually makes me think of. Tangentially, uh, in Age of Ultron, when Ultron t- 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 looks at all the heroes and it's like, "You're all killers." Yeah, uh, that's much more emphasized in a DC movie. Is oh yeah, where it's like, "Are they killers?" But in DC, oh no, yeah, no, we'll do what we have to do. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Punisher yeah. fits better. In, yeah, yeah. There's plenty of blood splatter in this movie. It's an R-rated movie. <laughs> it's like halfway through, I was like, "This is kind of a soft R." But then later, yeah. especially when they get the the, the final step. Oh battle yeah, and stuff, yeah. It's like. Oh, this movie is rated R for violence. Yeah, this is getting, <laughs> this is getting there for sure. There's more splatter. There's uh, beheadings and bodies coming yeah. apart and stuff. Um, Wonder Woman, yeah, her action is just shot better because it's the what I found interesting when Zack Snyder first signed up for Man of Steel. I was like, oh, we're gonna get a lot of that super slow motion, <laughs> but instead he does no. What would be a human perspective of yeah. Superman? And it's like pew, 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 super fast. Doing the same thing with Wonder Woman, where she moves super fast, so your eyes can't even see it. Uh, it's much more satisfying. It is satisfying. It's yeah. weirdly uh-huh. good. It was a lot of fun watching Superman catch Barry Allen in the fucking corner of his eye, too. That's, that's straight from the comic books. Yes. And, <laughs> and, and oh, that, fuck. That, that's from the books. <laughs> and that was one of the things that was, even though they reshot some of that battle, that was one of the things that they kept in yeah. um, uh, in the 2017 version. But I liked how in this, I don't think it happened in the first time around, when they actually, like, he tries to hit him, and he has almost like a... Uh, more of a yeah, has a dodge him and shit like those yeah. flashes faster is gonna be faster. just barely <laughs> just, just enough yeah man it's, just barely that is so that is a lot of fun that's a lot of fun uh oh the score i like the hans zimmer score no yeah. the restoring the old score is cool um anything else you can think of while we're talking about it yeah wonder woman was definitely better <laughs> you're like yes do it <laughs> kill them all uh it was cute when batman was like uh, came up with the the energy dissipating gauntlets, yeah. And then one was like, "Oh, I wonder where he got that idea. <laughs> Maybe want to work on a lasso or something." Derpy derpy do. Way less humor, obviously. Way, way less humor, which I'm totally okay with. I'm okay with it too because it just felt more cohesive. Yeah, and I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just awkward when Batman starts like, being oh, jokey, like, "Oh." I'm I bro- something's broken. I yeah. broke something. Yeah, it's no. like, well, Batman wouldn't. That's no. not Batman. Although in this one, when he is like leaning on the floor against the against the cop car, and he's like looking up all fucked up, I was like, that looks awkward too. I don't yeah. like. I don't like the way. This looks. <laughs> Find a better way to have a a, a hurt Batman. Nolan did it fine. His Batman got all fucked up. Um. All right, you know what I liked that I find myself being like, oh man, this would have been wild. I would have loved to have seen the weirdness of these sequels. What's that? That. That pretty much is like the second to last scene. The nightmare 
Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, the, 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 the dream, the else world. Yes, the else world where fucking apparently Lois dies. Yes. And- and Superman joins Darkseid? Yes. Okay, so <laughs> Zack Snyder's put out there. Here, here are what the sequels would have been. So this is movie two of five. Okay. I don't know how this would have stretched out over Whatever. three more movies, but anyway. So Lois Lane's the key. Yeah. Going into battle against Darkseid, uh, Superman tells Batman, keep Lois Lane alive. Uh, fails, she dies. Darkseid knows that that is the one thing keeping Superman uh, uh, attached to humanity, really. Yeah. I mean, we see that mm-hmm. in this movie. So he then uses that uh, that plus anti-life to be like, now this guy is my minion and he'll he's going to be my yeah. uh, do my same. Um, so then we have Batman has his crazy team <laughs> that we see him, Deathstroke, yeah. Cyborg, Hera? Is it Hela? Hera. Hera. Amber Heard. Yeah. And, <laughs> and fucking Joker, which is wild. Uh, and most importantly, the Flash, yeah. because they need to get somewhere. They need to get the Flash back in time to save to Lois Lane, Lois, yeah. which would have involved Batman sacrificing his life. So that's why Joker was like doing that whole thing yeah. about you. You'll never do the thing that needs to be done, which is uh, yeah. really sacrifice your life somehow. So that was that teaser, and then uh, also this whole time by saving Lois, that also preserves Clark. And her baby, Bruce Kent. Which they allude to. Yes, which they allude to. <laughs> Bruce Kent, um, not clarified whether or not Bruce Kent has powers, but Bruce Kent at the age of 20 gets handed the keys to the Batcave. Yeah. So he's future Batman. So he's super bat? But we don't know. We don't know if, he, if he's Kryptonian or not. He may just be, because yeah, he may just be uh, mostly Earthling. We don't it's not explained. But yes, that's possible. He could be super Batman, which is fucked up. Um, oh, that's just what we need. Fucking Batman with Superman's powers. Exactly, Ooh. right? So that's that I'm, going I, on. I like Batman, but even th- but that is scary. That is fucked up. <laughs> and then uh, going back to Save Lois Lane, uh, then it goes to that whole final battle thing and uh, the Atlanteans and the, the Amazonians. And it happens all over again. It's all over again. And this time they, they, they beat Darkseid again. That was that's the huge big arc that Zack Snyder wanted to do, and they were teasing. I like the idea. I want to see Batman force the team up with the Joker. It doesn't even have to be this Batman, this Joker. No. But I want to see these bitter enemies forced to do something, and then Joker the whole time being like, "Yeah, I'll do it." But also, I'm gonna see if I can fuck this up. Well, well, not not. <laughs> no, not that's funny. <laughs> it's, it's not like I'm gonna fuck this up because even like even Joker knows like. When it gets down to it, like if he has to save the world, like, it will, like the, yeah, he'll he'll do it. Like, he'll do what has to be cause, done. Because because yeah. if there's no world around, then he can't have fun. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. If the world sucks so much that even he's like, I can't. This is yeah. this is not working out yeah, for yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or if he has a chance to kill Batman along the way, he's like, well, maybe I can goad him into killing me and yeah, fucking yeah. up his plan. Uh-huh. Like yeah. anything he can do to yeah. like uh, yeah. I mean, have if, fun with it. Yeah, if Batman's there, then Joker's there to have fun with it. Yeah, it's like, is his mouth bloody in this in this nightmare scene? Is that what's going on? Maybe. Like, did he just get finished getting punched in the mouth by Batman like five I, minutes ago? I mean, Batman really likes hurting people, so I wouldn't be surprised. And Joker, he loves hurting him the most. Well, and Joker... He, he gets, and, he gets and, the biggest boner off hurting Joker. And, and Joker gets an equally big boner from Batman their hurting bo- him. Their boners are so big <laughs> for each other, and when they touch, it's like electricity. Here. It's fantastic. Yeah. I like when he was uh, when he teased them about uh, Harley Quinn, yeah. uh, making making him promise to kill him the slowest way possible. The slowest way possible. Yeah. And it's, I want to fucking gonna do fucking, it. I want to watch that. Yeah, yeah I that I want to watch. And then Jared Leto, I like Jared Leto more in this than I mean. Obviously, it's only 
three minutes. Well, yeah, because he's doing he's doing super creepy weird Joker as opposed to whatever like hip hop gangster Joker. Yeah, <laughs> like the fuck the David <laughs> David Ayer Joker. Yeah, I like him and the weird. Yeah, he does dark. He does dark, creepy, and weird. Good. Yeah. So let him do a dark, creepy, weird Joker. Yeah, I like. I like this one scene of Joker a thousand times better than all ten minutes of him in Suicide Squad. Like Jared Leto should have been playing the, uh, the 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 new Joker with the Joker's face stitched back onto it. That would be fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I like that. The, the, that would have been a, the people a better pa- Joker for him. The people passing around Joker's face for a while or whatever. Know. That's a fu- that was weird. Yes. <laughs> so this movie's weird from the get-go. It opens with the B- the end of BVS with yeah. Doomsday quote Doomsday, Doomsday. Uh, killing Superman. And this time though we see like a gaping hole in Superman's chest. chest yeah, which yeah. is like and, whoa, and, that's gross. And his death scream activates the fucking mother boxes. People hear it. <laughs> it's like it goes out yeah. like a sonic thing yeah. and I was like this is fucking and weird. Every, everyone's like Oh shit! Superman's dead. Yeah, yeah. Some people know what that means yeah. right away. Uh-huh. Yes, the mother boxes activate. Um, I was like, this is so fucking. Strange. I mean, all the all the Amazon shit was super weird. The fucking, the fucking, the, yeah, the, yeah, the yeah. flaming arrow to reach men back in fucking ancient Greece. Like, I think that's I, some high concept fucking mythology shit, bro. I, I think that's in. The 2017 one, but this one they actually do more explaining of it, what the arrow means and all that. It's been years. No. Um, they're trying to keep it away from Steppenwolf is better. The whole like sinking of the temple and all that yeah. is so much better. Uh, but also like this was their plan. I mean, obviously he's just he's a he came in through a boom tube. Like he's yeah, not, but he, they didn't know about the boom tubes. Yeah, sure. We just come. It just come <laughs> um, the uh, it's just weird. Yeah. It's a weird fucking... The music choices. When Chris, it's a comic book movie. No, but comic I Comic mean, book movies are supposed to be fucking... Comic books are... That's you're true. talking about no, that's true. fucking aliens and Amazons but and I mean, Atlanteans. But I'm and talking... And now you're, now no, you're no, no, drawing no, no, the line no, 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 of no, no, weird. No, no, no. I'm talking artistic choices. <laughs> and like, so when Aquaman and Bruce Wayne tries to recruit him, he's yeah. like, come on, man. He's like, no, I ain't gonna do it. And then he goes and, and to swim away. Uh, and then the villagers start... Oh, they start that, singing. That was weird. Yes! <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. That was weird. All right, agreed. that's not in a comic book. That's yeah, just no. Zack Snyder being like, I think this would be a touching moment. Yeah, no, uh, agreed. It would be better in like an episode of Viking. Yes. But this is... <laughs> but yeah, it's like, what? No. Uh, yeah, like, it, yeah, I'm, I keep trying to compare it to that. That is like a strange moment. And some of the, like the slower musical choices and what they want to emphasize as being dramatic and stuff like, oh, this is... It's like going back to Batman vs. Superman, the weird choice of... The, the on-screen text, when it's this huge movie, Batman for Superman, it's finally here. And then when the movie starts, it's just like, uh, Helvetica in the bottom quarter, Batman for Superman. <laughs> like, what is, is, that, is that the title? No, is that the title? It's Dawn of Justice, Chris. Yeah, Dawn of Justice. <laughs> like, why is it so tiny and understated? What are, what are you underselling? It's like, it's strange sometimes. Um, but, I, I mean, so the movie's... Better for sure. Oh yeah, because I think the 2017 one rewatching a couple weeks ago. I said this on last week's show. It's just bad. It. it I mean, it's too even at yeah. two hours. Like there's not you don't no. know what's going on no. in terms of the motivation. It's, I mean, this uh, this movie joking. being four hours, they like, they should have been broken up into like a mini series. They could have done that. They could have done four, four, three episodes: chapter one, chapter two, three and four, and then five and six plus the epilogue. 
They could have however they want to do it. Because it's six episodes, yeah. six chapters plus an epilogue. No. I mean, they added the chapter breaks for, uh, for crying out loud. Yeah. I mean, there was a time where they were saying it is going to be episodes. There was another time when it was going to play in theaters. Oh, I would not. I would no theaters. Jesus Christ! I think this last minute decision. Well, it would have been with an intermission. I think the last minute decision. I think it's last minute to show it in the four three IMAX format was interesting. Yeah, that was yeah, that was strange. I know for a fact that this wasn't always the plan because uh, maybe two months ago I shared to the our Facebook group, the Cinema Crespies of Facebook group, HBO Max and Warner Brothers. They put out an image uh, <laughs> of this is like. Comparing all the different aspect ratios, here's 4.3, here's 2.5, whatever. And one of them was the European widescreen format. I was was like, what? This is my first time ever hearing about European widescreen. And it is like a bigger, wider thing that would show more. And then the image that they showed for comparison was the uh, uh, Wonder Woman fixing, cleaning that that big old uh, statue, the white statue. And it's like, oh, this is exciting that we get to see this big-ass European widescreen thing that they're going to do. But no, last minute, we're going to show it to you in the IMAX format. 4-3. Which is a big old square. Makes it look like a, a TV from the yep. 90s. Mm-hmm. Um, that being said, within a couple minutes. I just, totally forgot about yeah, it. Yeah, it, it, it goes away. You're just watching a goddamn movie. I mean, our TVs are big enough. Mm-hmm. Who gives a shit? Um, is, the movie, is the movie good, though? Mm, I mean, as a movie? Like telling a story with, you know, good character arcs and this, that, the other. It, and it's, it, the it was, sa- it's the same story. It was The story has not changed. It, it, it was long and bloated and... It feels bloated. At, sometimes very boring. And, you know, it, at times it could be because it would slow down to the point where it's like, can do, do, do we need Lois getting coffee for the cops? Do yeah, we need... Exactly. Um, I mean, it, it didn't necessarily pay off, except that we we did need to uh, Superman to connect to someone. But did we need Martha's house uh, losing the house to the bank? And but then how could Batman not make the job? I bought the bank. I bought the bank, which means secondly, I owned a house, which means here's your uh, here's, here's your first mortgage here's bill. Here's your first mortgage bill. <laughs> uh, the, the rates are around two percent. I will hit, I will give you a three point five percent though, because I know you're good for a clerk. You can rob a bank or something. Um, is it good? I am more likely to, if I ever am going to rewatch I mean, a Justice League, I will rewatch this one before I rewatch a 2017. I will watch. I will rewatch parts of this movie and I'll fast forward parts. through other parts. Um, I, I rewatched that nightmare sequence. I was like, did I really just see what I saw? And I rewatched it. Um, I was like, this is crazy. I, I mean. It's definitely better than the last one. Yes. It's, it's um, definitely better. It's got better versions of characters that have gone on to make other awful movies. I will say that uh, uh, Batman is still a nah. Sorry, Ben. Sorry, Ben. No. But Batman's still going to be a nah. Glad we got more Jeremy Irons. Got more Mr. Wayne. Let me help you make that tea, uh, Miss Miss Diana. Uh, that was funny when he was like yeah. hovering over in her no. to make the tea. And she's five thousand years old. He's like, yeah, but steep the water for you know. I don't want to squatch it. You think she'd be into younger guys? They're all younger. That is funny. Yeah, <laughs> the little bit of humor was funny. Uh, but it is interesting how it is just a not more dour but more dramatic. Like the, the yeah. like you just well, referenced e- e- even the, the color uh, palette is it's it, it's Zack Snyder. It's, it's Zack Snyder. I mean, yeah. yes, every, there there are. 
blues and reds, and there are colors, but they're all with just like a gray filter on yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> they graded or marooned it. They did something to to muddy everything up. Yeah. It, it is interesting how he's like he's got uh, a certain palette. He does. Yeah, that's interesting. Um, to the point where like I'm watching him, the yellow really pops. Yeah. You're like, whoa, yellow. Yeah, we're blue, yellow and blue. The um. Like the grave digging up scene, that was, that was all jokes the first time around. Yeah, and this one, not really. It's just them talking. Yeah, and... yeah. I mean, you you let the gallows humor be what it is. Yes, like just the fact. I mean, he yeah. he says it perfectly. He's like, I never really thought that this would be where I'd be. Yeah, right. Like, the, just just saying that, like that's enough. Yeah, there's fucking two brand new superheroes digging up Superman's dead body. That is that's... both very morbid and also hilarious. Yeah, yes. that is weird. Um, <laughs> I like when they were standing around the mother box and they're like, oh, we're all thinking the same thing. I know we're all thinking it. Who's going to say it? And, and then the Man of Steel. Bah, bah, da, da. Yeah. That's like ha- that's about halfway through. That's like two hours into yeah. it. Uh, that's right around. I was like, you know what? Now we're finally talking about the possibility of Superman coming back. Pause. Yeah. Stop. I'm, I'm going to stop. I'm going to bed. It's 11 o'clock. I'm going to bed. I'll, I'll finish this tomorrow. It worked as a good... So that's how I watch it. I didn't watch it four hours straight through. Did you do... No. You took a break? I, I probably watched about half of it, and yeah. then, yeah, I took a break, there went off, go. did some stuff, took a nap, woke up. But still all on the same day? Yes. Okay. Okay, I did... Uh, I did two hours in the morning, two hours at night. Uh, very good. Okay, that works. For me, what I did was it came out Thursday... I found myself, it was like 8.30, 9 o'clock at night. I was like, you know what? Let me go ahead and just start this and see what's up. And then like by the time we got to them being like, "Can we? are we going to do this? And then Cyborg does a Superman hologram and it's doing this little spin shot. I was like, you know what? I could probably keep watching this to the end at this point. Oh, all the Superman suits were fun too. When he's walking through the yeah. suits? Yes. That was fun. To, to, to decide <laughs> the one that he wants to, to pick. Um, yeah, that that is fun. And also the comic book geek stuff. The though. Russell uh-huh. Crowe, Kevin Costner voiceover yes. stuff. Kind of reminiscent of doing the Marlon Brando yeah. shit in the original one. Uh, that felt good. I liked everything with Superman. I like Henry Cavill as Superman. Yeah, I think that's what that is. I just like him. I want to see more of him without face weirdness. I just think it's funny <laughs> that he ends up as Superman in a Zack Snyder movie when the first time I ever saw him was in a ripoff of a Zack Snyder movie. Which is the... Uh, Immortals. That's Tarzan right. Singh. That's right. <laughs> hey, if you're going to get someone to rip off Zack Snyder, I think Tarzan Singh. That makes me, you just mentioned that. It makes me want to rewatch that movie. Yeah, it's starring Superman. <laughs> and the fact that it's Superman does actually give me more of a reason to rewatch it, too, other than just being crazy. The movie is fucking weird. It is, it is crazy. Did, was it in 3D? Did we see that in yeah. 3D? That's cool. It's, I mean, it's just Tarzan Singh being like, I want to make, I, I'm making 300. <laughs> What's Tarzan Singh been up to? How come this guy's not making Marvel movies? Is he a. Ser- oh, man, yeah. Right? Seriously, he's he's a he needs a he needs to make, he needs to make a weird superhero movie. He, he could have been making a Doctor Strange or a oh, Moon yeah. Knight or something. He oh yeah, give him one of these weird ones. Um, let's get some more Tarzan singing there. Tarzan, uh, yeah, and then he could be like Moon Knight from the director of the Cell. You're like, wait a second, hold on. <laughs> exactly. Yes, yeah, hold on a second. Now. I don't know if this is what what we want to do. No, it is exactly what we want to do. <laughs> give him something, a uh, Squirrel Girl. Give him a <laughs> Ooh, that... right. I mean, I pr- I'm sure he would turn that movie on its fucking head. Yeah, let's give him something that I have no interest in. So, like, okay, now I'll see your goddamn uh, Wonder Twins movie. <laughs> there are some sings Wonder Twins. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We got Andy Circus to play the bucket. <laughs> uh, I, 
I'm not gonna. The movie's not good. I'm not gonna say it's a good movie. The but not I good. did as a whole. I no. did enjoy the experience of watching it. I do think that is literally. I think my enjoyment is being enhanced by the fact that I have another version of this movie to compare it to. And I just found it fascinating to watch it. Like, oh, wow, they changed that. Oh, they kept this. Like, this is the same, but different. Like, I oh. think that actually powered me through a lot of this movie. So it's almost not even fair to be like, would I have liked this the first time around? Also, the first time around, we wouldn't have gotten this four-hour thing. No. We would have gotten a two-and-a-half-hour version, which we, we probably would have been like, this feels rushed. That feels like something got no. cut out here. We would have felt everything. Mm-hmm. So I just think then movie is ill-conceived from the beginning. Perhaps. To be so long. Yeah. Maybe, I mean, I maybe think... it should have been two movies already. All this, uh, all the story I mean, you had. It, it seemed like the story they were trying to tell was way too big for the time allotted for a movie. I think so. Especially if something that they would have, at the time, especially in 2017, expect to play in theaters. No. Expect to make a billion dollars worldwide. Yeah. Um, before I got to see the movie, I saw someone tweet this, and then seeing the movie, I know what they referenced, and I have to agree that uh, Zack Snyder does the Avengers Assemble shot better yeah. than Joss Whedon, uh-huh. because there's one toward in the end, battle scene later. Yeah. It's funny, too, that it's Batman in the Batmobile in the air, but it's yeah. Batman in the Batmobile, <laughs> everyone else flying, and they slow down for a second yeah, so you yeah. can see it. And, uh, and then, it's fucking and all awesome. And you gotta do is you, you hit pause and, and you put a fucking DC sticker on it and you yeah. just turn that into a comic book cover. That's true. Yeah. It, it is. <laughs> it, it's the it comic is, cover. It is a comic yeah. cover and it, or or a splash page. Yeah. yeah, it's it's fucking sweet. Um, I yeah, I don't I don't know. It's a mixed it's a mixed bag experience watching this goddamn movie. I'm not gonna tell anyone. I mean, that the, it's the, like a, the final action scene was fucking. Bonkers, yeah. dude. All the action scenes are great, <laughs> and the final one is great, and it ends great. Anything that ends with a beheading is great. <laughs> <laughs> Not just a be- an interdimensional beheading. That's true. Yeah, yeah. Send the head through. I mean, fucking Taika Waititi did it in um, in Rag- Ragnarok. Yeah. Um, and then, and then the epilogue is just like. And now these are movies I would have done. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. And it's like, man, you know what? I kind of want to see those movies. It's a fun Elseworlds. Yeah, this would have happened. But now I'm making the Army of the Dead movies at Netflix. So, Which is so fine. Come, and, come and, see those and that, instead. And that'll be out when? Uh, here, soon. Here, here in a couple weeks. Yeah, very <laughs> soon, actually. Right? The first one comes out, or May, I think. Early May. It comes out very soon. Looking forward to these movies. I'm glad he took a couple years off, obviously, to deal with family shit. I'm glad he's back making movies. I don't necessarily like all his movies, but no. I'm glad he's doing it because at least... I, I mean, every time watching this movie, I thought multiple times, he's got, this is such a Zack Snyder shot or scene, or this is him. Listen, he's he's got a vision, yeah, and it, it, it seems to meld really well with some of my favorite comic books. It does sometimes, yes. He's, I mean, it started he's a, off... It, he's an interesting auteur. I, I, I mean, it started with... He's been doing comic book movies since the beginning. I mean... 300 and Watchmen. Book, yeah, exactly. Those are comic book movies. And then Dawn of the Dead was written by James Gunn, who's a comic book uh, comic book guy. Uh, yeah, you know, I'm, it's... Like him or hate him, I it's I have a handful of directors like that. Lars von Trier, it's a weird little list of directors where I'm like, you know what? At least they're out there doing their thing because that's the thing. So with this, at least it felt like this is crazy and strange and weird. Yeah, Marvel movies at the most you do get a Doctor Strange. We're like, oh okay, Dormammu. Yeah. Or, oh, it's, or like, okay. it's like yeah. okay you guys went there cool yeah we're going to the galaxy or, right with the nowhere the floating head yeah, yeah. Like, okay, or, 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 or you know we got a Thor Ragnarok where yes. it's just, we're just, what? we're getting a little bit of the <laughs> I guess all these things 
whenever they go to outer space, they're allowed to get weird. Yeah. But it, uh, but it does have like over twenty something movies. Ant Man's your, your uh, uh, the 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 Iron Man's anything. Man, it's like it all. It has a sameness to it, a Marvel no. sameness, which is working for them. So why would they want to? That's why Fuck Edgar. That. Yeah, that's why Edgar Wright left Ant Man. Yeah, he was getting too weird. That's why uh, uh, Scott Derrickson left Doctor Strange too. He's like, yeah, they want to make their movies, so I'm not going to be around anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, and Sam Raimi was like, yeah, sure, I'll make your movie, right? Then this one, they were like Zack Snyder, make your movie. And then they're like, oh, shit, this is fucking crazy. This is weird, this man. Is, we, we can't put this out there. Uh, Joss Whedon, can you fix this? And he's like, here you go. And then they're, they're like, fuck. Right. Well, I guess we failed like, twice, but this one's yeah. got to go out. Yeah, we failed twice. At least this one's <laughs> two hours long, so we can get more screenings out of it. Um, so it's a interesting, interesting case of uh, giving someone so much rope. That they definitely uh, hung the whole enterprise on it. Well, yeah, but uh, but at the same time, like at, at the end of the day, like realizing that I don't know, so, like it should be finished and people should watch it. Right. Like yes. it's weird. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, apparently also. So that final scene there, the the nightmare scene, was not originally shot from 2017. That's the one bit of additional photography that they did, mm-hmm. and. When Zack Snyder and Warner Brothers, they were like, okay, let's give you the money to put this out there to finish the effects and everything and finish the score. They put parameters on it and they put rules on it. One of them being like, you can't use John John Stewart. And he agreed to that. But other parameters, he was like, fuck that. Maybe specifically because they said, you can't do this. Then he's like, well, now I want to. (laughs) So one of the things they said was no additional photography whatsoever. Well, I've got this idea, guys. Yeah, so now all of a sudden (laughs) it's like, well, fuck that. Why can't I? What if I want to reshoot something? And and they did this. And then he also wrote all the dialogue and everything for that. And then sent it to Chris Terrio, who got the screenplay credit. And he was like, yeah, no, that's fine. Whatever. He sort of gave him his okay. Uh... That tells you a lot about the differences between the movies. 2017 Justice League. It's a story by Snyder and Chris Terrio. Screenplay by Joss Whedon. I do do not why they didn't just give him the director's uh, credit also. Um, the, this one, it says screenplay by Chris Terrio. Mm -hmm. And he gets sole credit too. So, uh, it's... That's all you need to know. It's like the story is exactly the same, but Joss Whedon rewrote the whole thing, reshot so much of it, and it's like it's not it's no. the same story, not as good. No this story good. still eh, not good necessarily, but it's, better story. It's just it's how because the towels originally conceived. Yeah, so all it all makes more sense there, man. Anyway, yeah. they they need to. The the problem was like they. We we needed to have already known Cyborg's origin. Yes, and because they cut that out, and flashes as well. Yeah, because they reduced that a lot. Yeah, so like, it, it, I mean, that's a quick way to fix some of the storytelling. Yeah, that is. Yeah, that is. Um, I liked Flash flashing out of his sneakers. Yeah, <laughs> and then he that, that was fun. Yeah, but, but then like when he goes to save Iris West. And for, they pick a hot dog cart to be involved in the accident in slow motion. And he picks a picks a wiener and puts it in a pocket. That but also the, the shot of her like flying through the air in slow motion, and then there's like hot dogs in the air. Yeah. I was like, what is what is uh-huh. this? This is ridiculous. It is. It, it looks absurd. Yeah. It's like we're trying to make a meme. Yeah. We're hoping this becomes a gif, and that Twitter starts using this. Is the, what's going on? It's not the opening of Deadpool, guys. <laughs> no, it's not. That. Get the hot dogs out of here. This is absurd. 
Um, so it's fine. It is. It's just a sex sign. It is what it is. It's it's got it. It exists. Yes. It's crazy that it exists. I'm that, glad it exists. I'm glad too. I'm glad it's out there because that's bizarre as fuck. It is. It's bizarre. Um, let's see what we want to do here. We're already halfway through the episode. I mean, we got we watch more stuff, and we have more stuff to talk about. So let's do the first half. We'll go long on the first half, and then we'll squeeze in the second half. So uh, yeah, media diet will continue. I watched episode one of uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier. I did not. I'm gonna you're gonna do just, you're gonna binge it at the I, end. I'm right. gonna wandavision it. That's not, not a bad idea. These episodes are a little longer. I think maybe 40, 45 minutes or okay. so, not including uh, credits. Um, I do wish that they put out the first two episodes. Back to back. Yeah, because the end of the first episode, they haven't even teamed up yet. No. So they could have done similar to WandaVision and put out two eps, but whatever, they didn't. Uh, it's fine. It's an action show. Mm-hmm. Um, it's in line with um, Winter Soldier, anything Captain America related. Yeah. It does feel like of that part of the Marvel world, obviously, for obvious reasons. And uh, so far, so good. You know, yeah. it's okay. Yeah, it's fine. We'll see where it's going. They really haven't... I mean, I'm going to watch it. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's going to be worth watching, yeah. I'm sure. I want to see Wyatt Russell as U.S. agent. Yes. Who, he gets debuted initially as just straight up new Captain America. Oh, I do like this. They do. They are getting into race, which is feels like, oh, man, risky for, for these uh, uh, Marvel, Disney, um, we're afraid of controversy people. But, uh, like, Falcon, he's got a... a his sister needs a loan, so he goes with her to be like, yeah, look, this is my sister. Come on. Yeah. I'm an Avenger. Come on. Hook my sister up with a <laughs> bank loan. Not even like a special nope. loan. Just a loan. And the banker's like, are you fucking no shit? Takes a selfie with him. Oh, that's Yeah, awesome. no, we can't help you. Oh, we, we need a loan. No, 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 no. <laughs> that's not the way this works. Now, if you were, if you were, why, I mean, if you were different, you're some yeah, whatever, you yeah. know? And then, and then right away, Falcon's like, you motherfucker. <laughs> like, you took a picture with me, and then you won't give my sister yeah. a loan. And then... Um, and then the episode ends like here's a new Captain America and it's white guy and uh, Wyatt Russell like it is I don't know if they did this on purpose he has like a squish face with the with the mask okay he, he looks like Dime Store Bobo Captain America it's awesome it's pretty funny um, but then when he comes out you could tell it's like oh they didn't, they didn't even ask me to be Captain America you know that's fucking racist yep. shit motherfucker <laughs> so they're gonna play on that and I'm looking forward to it because it's something mm. it's fucking something uh I watched a movie from 1944 called Ministry of Fear. That's good. It's on the Criterion channel. It's Fritz Lang, film noir, Trisha Conrad. This guy gets out of an asylum uh, for killing his wife. Uh, His sentence is over. He gets out of an asylum. It's in London, wartime London. And uh, like, all right, where are you going? He's like, I'm going to London. Like, are you sure? The fucking the Blitzkrieg's happening. He's like, yeah, no, I'm going back to London. On his way at the train station, like while he's waiting for a train, there's a fair going on to raise money, a a little charity fair. So he goes in there where he accidentally, when he gets into that fair, falls ass backwards into a Nazi spy ring, a possible Nazi spy ring. Uh, It involves him like winning a cake. And then someone's like, I I need that cake. He's like, no, I want this cake. I mean, it's my cake. Oh, I need that cake. (laughs) No, no. there's something. Yeah, some, yeah. And there's something in the cake, yeah. right? Uh, and but then, like on the way on the train, there's a blitzkrieg, and the, the trains like there's bombings happening and shit. Uh, he meets a girl. He meets these German people. It's like, so are they the Nazis? Are these spies? Like they're like the no. Nazis, just kill them. Yeah, they're like, no, no, we're we're uh, uh, we're refugees. We're Austrian refugees. Just, we, just kill them. They're we, Nazis. We fled the Nazis, you know. And uh, better, it's interesting. Better be safe than sorry. It's good. It's a good movie, man. Fritz Lang. Uh, I need to watch more Fritz Lang. I just need to watch more classic stuff. This was on the Criterion Channel app. 
and uh, I recommend it highly for sure. Ministry of Fear is really good. Got, got some twists in there. Ends with a dumb joke. Like a, I, I was like, I couldn't believe the joke that they ended with. I was like, this is this is crazy. Um, did I watch anything else? Not, not really. Well, I did watch something else, but I think it's, uh, you also watch it too. Well, yeah, Boss Level. Boss Level on Hulu. I watched that it, last night. Gr- Groundhog Day with for action movies. It's it's Groundhog action. Action Groundhog Day. With Frank Grillo. And, and he's having a lot of fun in this movie. When you told me you watched it, you said it was like a Ryan Reynolds type. Like, yeah, it, it, he he seemed like he was doing a right Like, he was doing... Like, Frank Grillo was playing Ryan Reynolds in. Yeah, it, it, <laughs> it felt like they wrote it for Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. And he was like, no, nah, I'm going to do Free Guy instead. Uh-huh. And they're like, oh, shit. We, we got to find somebody else for this. We got to find someone else. And then Frank, Frank Grillo's... Yeah. I like Frank Grillo. Yeah. 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 So do I. It didn't... Initially, yeah, it does feel like a more of a Ryan Reynolds personality mm-hmm. type, but he still did fine. With he it. Did it, yeah. I enjoyed it. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Yeah, I enjoyed uh, it, especially watching Frank Grillo die a lot, a lot. He dies quite a bit, <laughs> See, and, and, yeah. and mostly hilarious ways. And he has a lot of funny reactions as yeah. they happen. Uh-huh. I thought the video game motif of the movie—that's well, how—that's where they get the name for yeah. the movie from, and everything. I thought that was a little too like, yeah, like why? And then yeah. also, it didn't. I was expecting at the end to be like. He's in the video game no, or something, no. you know, and then they didn't even go there. So I was like, so then why right, even, nope. why even? The Osiris whatever. The Osiris Spindle. spindle. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> thank God they didn't call the movie The Osiris yeah. Spindle. That would have, no one would have watched nope. it then. Uh-uh. Maybe that's why they did it. It was fine. It's good. I enjoyed it. Yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a dumb action movie. It's a dumb action movie. Frank Gross, good. Uh, trigger warning for Mel Gibson. Yeah, he, he's in there, but he dies a lot, too. He dies. You got to see him die. Not a, a couple times. He dies a couple times. At least one beheading, which is satisfying. Yeah. But also, like, so he's in this movie as the ultimate bad guy, duh, but he doesn't. Will Sasso was this fucking head of security. That's yeah. weird. <laughs> that, that, that was strange that, casting. That was strange. Um, he... Uh, Although wa- it, wa- watching Will Sasso uh, die with that fucking thing in his head was hilarious. That was very funny. They're like, "Well, do something with this. Yeah. Go back to your mad TV days." Yep. Like, okay, okay, I can do this. Uh, I got something. Um, I smell muffins. Yeah, yeah, that was that was cute. So, uh, trigger warning for Mel Gibson being like, even not even in line with his character. Where at one point he's just like fucking liberals, and then at another point he says something along those lines of like, uh, like oh, uh, you know, uh, society. It's uh-huh. like you know, and it's like, why are you even playing into this whole his bad guy image or like fuck that, fuck this guy, fuck this guy. Uh, but I can see. So the director is Joe Carnahan. I can see Joe Carnahan and be like, no, he's a good guy, man. <laughs> he's just misunderstood. Who cares if he said he hopes that his girlfriend gets raped by a pack of N words? That didn't. That didn't matter. He was drunk. It's fine. I say crazy shit like that when I'm drunk too. Oh, do you, Joe Carnahan? Probably. Do you, you motherfucker? Really, man. Narc is such a good movie. You're lucky. Narc is such a good <laughs> goddamn movie, you motherfucker. And you're lucky Frank Grillo's in this movie too, because that's the reason I watched it. Legit, it's the reason. Well, that and because you said you liked it. That's well, that, yeah, check it out. And that's the only reason why I watched it. Yeah, I was sure. like I was like. Frank, well, I was like, Frank Grillo, heh. And then, you know, sometimes Hulu has a trailer to watch. Yes. So I watched the trailer, and I was like, you know what? I got an hour and a half to kill. And th- that's <laughs> another thing, too. 90 minutes. Yep. That's another reason I was like, okay, I can watch this. Uh, Naomi Watts popping up in there. Yeah. I was like, hey, mm-hmm. all right. I like, I like yeah. me some Naomi Watts. And I, f- I feel like there's another bit of casting. I was like, oh, shit, is this person? Oh, well, Ken Jong in the uh, diner yeah. scene was interesting. Yeah. And uh, in, uh, a, in a not necessarily Ken Jong type role, and uh, the, the chick who was the uh, the sword lady, yes, uh, Maggie Chung, yes. I was like, that's fuck, yeah, goddamn, <laughs> that, that's a legit legend. Uh-huh. That's awesome. And then they did the uh, 
Groundhog Day piano playing yeah. thing, or it's like, can you just be a swordsman? But then they actually tracked it, so he only took like maybe 45 days of sword lessons. Mm-hmm. He got really good really fast. I guess eight hours a day, 45 days. So, yeah, it's it's fine. I enjoyed it. It's good. Hulu. Yes. It's on Hulu. Uh, what else you watch? And on Netflix, I watched, I started another one of these uh, part documentary, part dramatic reinterpretation of documentary, mm. uh, The Lost Pirate Kingdom. Ooh. It's basically about the Pirates of the Caribbean. Oh, so the, the, the ride. The, no. The Golden Age of Piracy. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jack Sparrow, no. Davy Jones, no. Squid Guy. Nope. None of, Underwater no. Zombies? Nope, none of that. None of that? Uh-uh. Oh, but no. it's so, is it so good? No, yeah. It, I mean... What we'll t- we, we'll talking about specifically? Uh, Blackbeard, okay. uh, and basically just the start of uh, how Nassau became, like, the pirate capital of the world for, you know, like, 30 years in the 17th century. In the 18th century. Just for 30 years, though? Oh, yeah, it, it, the golden age of pirates was seriously it was it, it was like thirty years. And then what happened? The navy finally figured them out. <laughs> well, no, yeah, I mean, I'm, the, well, sort of blast them out of the water. Ah, uh, some of them were offered pardons. Yes, and then so, probably some of them joined. Uh, so, 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 so they got pardoned. Yeah, yeah. And then the rest of them probably died. <laughs> you know, scurvy's a motherfucker. Yeah. You gotta make sure you have. The, I mean, those black, barrels black, of limes. Blackbeard had syphilis, so he was already on his way out. Oh, Blackbeard, you gotta gotta be careful where, where you put your pecker, buddy. Yeah. Uh, so, but good, good stuff. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. I mean, and uh, is it's a it's a series. Yeah, it's mini? Netflix miniseries. They keep doing these, you know, documentary half talking heads slash yeah. half actors redoing all this stuff, like so, docudrama, yeah. sort of type thing. Yeah, it's a, it's another one of these, and they're they're all pretty good. Okay, I'm really enjoying all of them. Right. Well, good, good for you, Netflix. Look at that, you guys come out there with the. Is it branded in a way that's like um, no. Nat Geo would no. have? Or? It's not. Hmm, interesting. Like I would, I would assume that this would this was all being done by like the same production company who was like, sure. listen, we just keep telling these historical stories, and it, it, we don't have to pay for any of this shit. Yeah, <laughs> and, and we're not even paying uh, comedians to be drunk either to tell these stories. We're yeah. just we're just telling the stories. Yeah. We think people like them. Yeah. We think people like the stories. Normal. Yeah, but no, but they're all yeah. I think they're all different. So all right, okay. Well, shit. Hail the Lost Pirate Kingdom. Good stuff. No, all right. Got anything else? No, that's all. Okay, well then let's take a break. Uh, we're going to take a break. We're going to be back. We have First, we're going to do uh, Billy Dee's The Death of the Movies. He's going to talk about the movie Slacks that's on Shudder right now. Uh, I almost watched that, and maybe I'll watch that this week. Then we have uh, a comment in the Facebook group. We got a couple of emails, and then I have uh, way more stories than I could really fit, but I'm going to try to by probably just reading some headlines. All right. And then, and then Drew is going to be like, okay. <laughs> or I don't care. I don't or, care. It doesn't matter. Yeah, but like, shit, I got nothing. Okay, next. <laughs> That's how it goes. That's fine. That's the way it works. So uh, here we go. We're going to take this break. We're going to be around back with the second half of the show. Watch a few movies, take a few notes. Billy D's Death at the Movies. What's up, my dudes? Sorry it's been a bit. I've been getting some things all set for some big changes later on this year. I did, however, get a chance to sit down and see the new Shutter exclusive, Slacks. Slacks is written by Patricia Gomez and Elsa Kephart and also directed by Kephart, and it is a clever and much gorier than expected indictment of the fast fashion industry. Slacks is about a new hire named Libby at CCC, a hip, eco-friendly, fair trade, sustainable marketing buzzword clothing store. 
and they have a new line of jeans launching and it is just the most important thing ever. And this type of stuff scares me and disturbs me more than most horror films. This hyper accurate look at capitalism behind the scenes. Since I've lived it as a retail employee, I know this is based on someone's experience because it hits real close to home and makes my skin crawl in a very specific way. All of these characters are people I have worked with. The uptight company man manager and the shift leaders and floor supervisors that all have their own petty competitions and motivations to backstab each other. Honestly, I'd watch a comedy just about these characters. But I don't have to, because thankfully, the pants come to life and start murdering people. And it is way stickier and bloodier than I thought it was going to be. This movie is fantastic, and is much smarter than just a killer pants movie. If it were any less than that, it would be a throwaway, and I'd think of it as much as I think of all the other silly killer X films I've ever seen, which is never. But this one I won't soon forget, not because it isn't absurd, it absolutely is, but the absurdity isn't the point. The main cast here is great, and Rabin Dennis is great as the naive new hired Libby who just wants to work somewhere that isn't actively destroying the planet and maybe make some friends. Don't we all, Libby? Check out Slacks on Shutter now. Stay cool, Billy D. Ladies, gentlemen, welcome back. That's right. We're doing it. Drusa Cogman. Chris Crespo. How you doing? I'm doing excellent day. Patreon.com slash Crespodiso. Sign up for bonus episodes coming out every Friday, plus 12 months of Batman. Batman Returns. We just talked about that last Friday. Episode just came out, I should say. An hour and a half of us being like, what's up with Danny DeVito? He looks weird in this. Well, he, he is weird. He is weird, but also the penguin, kind of gross. Guys, we yeah. talk about that amongst other things. We talk about Christopher Walken playing a character called Max Shrek, and not once did anyone go, Donkey! <laughs> really should have. In hindsight, we probably should have. That was low-hanging fruit, and even that fruit, we, we walked right by it. But that's what you can expect from Cinema Crespediso. Uh Twitter. Our handle is Crespity So. Instagram, it's Cinema Crespity So. TikTok, it's Cinema Crespity So. Um, and then Facebook, we got the Cinema Crespity So group where I put up a comment and question thread, and people can leave a comment or question there, and then we'll read it. To wit. That was a cute. That was a cute. <laughs> that, was, that was a cute group. To wit. Gabe got this. What up, Gabe? I quote unquote watched the Snyder Cut, mostly holding fast forward on my remote to parts I thought I wanted to see. One, I enjoy Jeremy Irons, probably the best part. Two, I hate Batfleck. He hates him. Three, I paused for Steppenwolf parts, was okay but never captured me. I hate this is a Marvel clone without <coughs> all the epicness. What a trash replica. Four, Cyborg is a travesty of CGI and a storyline. Just boring. I'm so uninterested. Okay. Five, I enjoyed more the voices of the bad guys than the bad guys themselves. Six, this was so long and I was more interested in watching Black Sail Season 2 than investing in on sitting through this dead horse that needs to die yet again. 
<clears throat> the only part I was looking at was Jared Le- was Jared Leto, Jesus, and what an expected disappointment this was. Suicide Squad Joker was more interesting and fun, and Suicide Squad is not that great. Again, I hate Batfleck. Seven overall, I'll give this three out of ten. One for getting the movie made, and two more points for Jeremy Irons being the most compelling aspect of this movie. People hate on Schumacher, but at least it was dumb and fun. This was dumb and bloated. Please, Zack Snyder, do better. Let this franchise die. By the way, love Batman in general, so my favorite child, uh, my favorite childhood hero, and this is so disappointing. Also loved Wonder Woman. Absolutely hate Wonder Woman 1984. Yeah, Wonder Woman 84 is a bummer. Yeah, should have been way better. That was definitely a bummer. Well, there you go, Gabe. I mean, this movie is going to provide us with such a wide range of opinions about oh, so yeah. many different aspects, liking, not liking. It's not a surprise. Um, the, the only one that truly, the only one that really like makes me be like, what? Is when people are like, oh, yeah, the Joss Whedon one is so much better. I've seen that. I've seen it online. Like, do you really think so? No, I, I, mean, I, 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 mean, I, I mean, different strokes for different folks is all no. I'm saying. And some people like strokes that are stupid. Some, some people like folks that are stupid. Some people like folks that are stupid. And some people like them good strokes from the good folks. You know, you know, you know what I'm talking about. What about good strokes from bad folks? Good strokes from bad folks are even better <laughs> if that's what you're looking for. But you gotta be careful because then you might end up uh, stroking yourself into a fire, or you, then, or you might even stroke out if you're stroking with the bad folks. Be careful. You know what I'm saying? Drew, just, Drew knows what I'm saying. Drew's almost stroked out a couple times <sighs> with the wrong people, with the bad people, not the wrong people, the bad people. <laughs> Sometimes the bad people are the right people, and the good people are the wrong people. It's all about what strokes you're looking for <laughs> and how many strokes. <laughs> the stroking is important. I mean, does it right. put you under or over par? Over par for, <laughs> for strokes? How many strokes? That's exactly, that's true. You want to do this in the right amount of strokes. If you're doing too many strokes, well, then you got to go back to the beginning. Start over. Get in the right amount. But if you do it under, though, that's pretty good, too. But if you do it too few <laughs> under, too few strokes, and then it's over... Who is that on, though? Is it on the stroker <laughs> or the strokey? You know what I'm talking about? You know what I'm talking about. This is Stroke Talk with Chris and Drew. Stroke Talk <laughs> with Chris and Drew. Guys, how you stroking? Let us know. Text us. Uh, S-T-R-O-K-E. Dial one for yes, two for no. Uh, we don't have time to screw around. So we, need to, we need to continue. Was that it for Gabe's yes. uh, comment? Yes, but... Well, you sent us an email, though. <laughs> CinemaCrespediso at gmail.com. Guys, email us, and we'll read them shits on the show. Like this. Just like this. <laughs> Gabe got at us. What up, Gabe? Got review- uh, long-time listener, long-time emailer. Yes. That's right. I like it. Cap- uh, Captain Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Is that what he called Cap- it. Captain Falcon? Captain Falcon. Is that correct? No, it's just the Falcon, right? Or I think it's just maybe Falcon. I'm just reading. He's got it. Those Captain Falcon. He's, I'm he, reading. He's going to be that Captain Falcon. Episode one review. Didn't even realize it was out this weekend. Been trying to get the Oscar nominees so I can vote on my winners. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Twitter. The opening, the Falcon CGI is just bad. I'm watching it on a big new TV, and it's just too digital, too fast, and disappointing. Yeah. Bucky, the assassin stuff, that's what I want. The pilot app is overall okay. Look forward to exploring the duo I'm a Bucky guy, but I like him as an unstable anti-hero. This sets up like an upbeat series, but we'll see. 
We shall see. We shall see indeed. Yeah, I mean, the action is going to be on more of the level of like a streaming series as yeah. opposed to... But then again, it's Marvel. It's a machine. It's just a machine. So you're going to get what you're going to get. That's for sure. Uh, Black Sails Season 1. Right. I don't, I'm not too 100% sure what Black Sails is. Is this a pirate thing? I, 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 I think, think so, so right? Yeah. yeah, okay. Based off a Facebook recommendation from Larry, it's the pirate series I didn't know I wanted. Pretty good story with a very good cast. It's tits, bush, dicks, crazy. Probably 75-25 on that ratio. So, I guess 75% tits, 20% bush, 5% dicks. Okay. On that ratio. Some of the CG is bad, but as the season goes along, I don't mind it. I get in the arcs of the characters. The opening is very Westworld time, times Game of Thrones, but not as epic. There's action, tension, comedy, sex. It's a real worthwhile, the first season at least, eight eps. At an hour long, excited for season two. Sounds like they got quite a bit going on there with the black sails. From what I hear, it's a prequel to Treasure Island. Ooh, fun. So it's a black beard, black beard origin? Was that black beard? Blue beard. Red beard? Red beard. <laughs> Ye- yellow beard. Brown beard. There's so many different beards. I mean, I, I don't even know. The gay beard. Just the one that got married to pretend that he was straight. The beard. Zorro the gay blade. What? You know about Zorro the Gay Blade? You know about that one? No. But that was, uh, that's, that's old. Um, okay, so Black Sails, thumbs up. And, uh, what was the other one you said? You were talking about there? Talking about Captain Falcon Cap- Captain Winter Soldier. Yeah, Cap- Captain Falcon Winter Soldier. Yeah, he seemed kind of ambivalent about it, but it's the first episode. We'll see. I mean, Wyatt episode pops up at the very end. He's like, Mur, and then the episode's over. Um, all right, that's that email. We got any more emails? Get an email from Carmella. What up, Carmella? Uh, it is a sitcom clip show really an episode of the sitcom? God, no. I hate I hate <clears throat> clip shows. I hate clip shows. Ponder that for a moment. Because Cherry answers the question, what happens if you mash up your favorite top 100 R-rated movies of all time into one single two and a half hour movie? Two and a half hours? Cherry is directed by the Russo brothers, and I appreciate the effort trying to do something different from Marvel formula, even though Cherry looks like the same as the Avengers from a cinematography point of view. Hmm. Tom Holland is good at times as the lead, but not convincing at all in the last act playing a drug addict. I have the feeling that Tom Holland just doesn't have the life experience to play... Oh, I lost like, my spot. Like a damaged person. Yeah. Uh, Tom doesn't have a lot to, to play a veteran with PTSD and a raging with, with a raging heroin problem. God bless his heart for trying, though. Cherry is basically four mini-movies, and it is the strongest in the middle when the movie shifts to a war movie in Iraq. Uh, if this section was a standalone movie, I might recommend Cherry because the movie really hits its stride, borrowing liberally from Full Metal Jacket, Jarhead, and every war movie ever made post-Vietnam. The final act is hysterically bad. It tries so hard to be the drugstore cowboy, Requiem for a Dream, and Boogie Nights with a splash of the town. It employs every cliche you've ever seen about drug addiction and plays more like an after-school special about drugs in the 1980s. Drugs are bad, okay? Shout out to the 80s Growing Pains episode where Boner does coke. <laughs> anyway, the part of the movie seems like it was written and made from someone who has never done any drugs. It seems a, a, very few movies yeah. seem to be written by people with actual experience in those things. It's because they're too busy doing the drugs. Heaven knows what felt pretty accurate. I mean, Requiem for a Dream, those motherfuckers have done drugs. You, yeah, Hubert <laughs> Selby Jr. knew what he was writing about, that's for sure. Oh my god. 
uh, or has ever been at a party where other people were doing drugs, or even in a movie that somewhat accurately portrays addiction. Mm. Instead, it's a big, graphic, well-shot version of the anti-drug movie you probably watched in health class in middle school. Mm. This is where the movie completely falls apart, as does Tom Holland's performance. He seems to be imitating every drug character in the history of movies. I'm also beginning to think Tom Holland may be the Topher Grace of his generation. Whoa, that's a harsh accusation. (laughs) Cherry is well-intentioned. It has some good moments, too, especially in the first half of the movie, but it is a well-intentioned mess. A big mess. A really big mess. I can't even put it on the fine scale. VOD, thanks for doing the show, and carry on, Chris and Drew. Aw, thanks, Carmelo. We appreciate it. Uh, That review, so it's a negative review of the movie. Yeah. Makes me want to watch it more. I want to see this thing. I want to see. I want to see how bad Tom Holland is. Yeah, I want to see how bad this gets. I want to see how cliche it gets. It sounds yeah. like a, a fun ride, and I'm like, oh, but two and a half hours. Ooh, though? I, I'm not paying for Apple TV either. Oh yeah, it's on Apple TV. Well, I guess it's not happening then. Well, there we go, guys. Uh, that's all you're gonna get on Cinema Crest So about Cherry, as far as we know, at least it was a thorough review, and we mm-hmm. definitely appreciate that so much. So much, sir. Okay, let's see what we got here. Time was. Oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. Cramming and Chris. Pull a Cremella and cram it in. Let's cram it in. Cram it in. Cram it in your ears. Cremella Big Show. Cram it in your ears. Have you started using that uh that tagline yet, Cremella? Come on. I, it's free of charge. It's all yours. Cram it in ya. And then you have a sort of the sound of a lubing up. Something getting crammed in. Something something gloopy. Ooh. No, I like the sounds of the preparation more than the actual cramming. Gotcha. A little more uh Leave it to the imagination mm-hmm. as to what's going on here. Guys, uh, throw it back to this week in rape culture sort of type of thing. Not necessarily raping, but this is still not good. Not good. Um, uh, Richard Stanley mm-hmm. dropped by Spectre Vision. Okay. Accusations of abuse, physical abuse from an ex uh, from as recent as 2014, 2015. Okay. And uh, multiple accusations, and it's uh, it's not good. I mean, weird, very bad. Weird guy makes weird movies. Weird guy makes weird movies. Doesn't surprise me that something like this is. Well, now you know, it's, now it's not surprising that he, he struggled to make movies for so long, and uh, people don't really seem to be willing to work with him. So yeah. he seems to be a person with problems, and this is one of those problems that he's a uh, an accused abuser of women. Right. So it's a real bummer. Putting that out there, guys. It sucks. The Oscar nominations came out. Drew Sakog, but okay, and, and uh, first cow, anything. Nacho, nothing for first cow. No, did these people just not watch the movie? That's the thing. First, first cow was every year. There's a movie that's too good for the Academy Awards. Apparently, first cow. It was, it was first cow this year. This year, it's first cow. How about Possessor? Possessor get anything? Not Possessor. It's not a Possessor. It's not an Academy Awards movie. It's just, it's, there's, they should. There should be a new Academy Award. Most weird, new, fucked up shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Best new fucked up shit goes to Possessor. Uh, no, but we do have some, some things that are, were expected, some things that were interesting, some things that seem like fuck-ups, but anyway, here we go. I just, uh, run through some of these Best Picture nominees are eight, one, two, three, four, eight movies. I think we've seen most of them. The Father is a movie with Olivia Coleman. She is nominated for Best Actress, I think, and Anthony Hopkins nominated for Best Actor, and it's still, like, in theaters. I looked it up. Mm-hmm. The closest theater that's playing to us is, like, an AMC in Leesburg or some <laughs> shit, so... 
Fuck that. But now that's been nominated and LA, New York open, maybe Regal will be opening soon. Maybe we'll actually get a chance to see it before the fucking Academy Awards at the end of April. Judas and the Black Messiah. Yep. Mank. Mm-hmm. Minari. Okay. Nomadland. Yeah. Sound of Metal. Mm-hmm. Trial of Chicago 7. Mm-hmm. And Promising Young Woman, hmm. which is... Um, people really seem to like that movie. People seem to like it quite a bit, and it is currently available on VOD for 20 bucks. I'm not paying 20 bucks. So, uh, what I'm saying is hopefully it'll be like, <laughs> they'll figure out a way to get more people to be watching this shit before yeah. the Oscars. Uh, let me see. Anything interesting down here? Oh, Glenn Close got nominated for uh, Supporting Actress for a Hillbilly Elegy. She was also nominated for a Razzie for Worst Actress, making it the first time ever someone's nominated for Best and Worst for the same performance. Awesome. Um, Awards for art are whack. They are they are they are whack as fuck. Olivia Coleman will probably win mate win forever. For <coughs> oh, also Yoon Yoon Yu Jung, the grandma in Minari, uh who's like the Meryl Streep of South Korea and it's her first like American release, she got nominated. So yeah. actually she may win. Um, I mean, if she's as good as she's supposed to have been in South <coughs> Korea, then yeah. I mean, it's a very it's a very good movie, and she's great in it. But it's also like a very natural, naturalist performance. You know, nothing flashy about it. That type of thing. Um, this is weird for best supporting actor. Lakeith Stanfield got nominated for Judas and the Black Messiah, but so did Daniel Kaluuya. But so. <laughs> Right. Yeah. yeah, you got it. So, so, Hold on a second. So then who's the lead? Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Who's the lead in this movie? Isn't that weird? They both got it. That's a fuck up. And then even uh, Keith Stanfield posted something on Twitter that he then had to delete. That I was like, I'm just as fucking confused as you are. <laughs> he was like, fuck it, or some shit like that. What? <laughs> so both Judas and the Black Messiah supporting each other both got nominated. Uh, Sasha Baron Cohen also got nominated for a trial of Chicago 7. Um, I mean, yeah, but no. I don't know. Who's Paul Racy? He's from Sound of Metal. Maybe he's the uh, the guy who runs the camp. Um, looking for something that's just the, the, the big stuff. The big stuff. Adapted screenplay is probably going to Nomadland because that was adapted yeah. from an article. An original screenplay... Uh, could be going to Charles Chicago 7 because that's Aaron Sorkin. Mm-hmm. Leading role, actor, Riz Ahmed, Son of Metal. Probably, though, going to Chadwick Boseman for Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, but really because well, yeah, really he's late. dead. Yes. Yeah. Yes, because he died. Uh, Anthony Hopkins already mentioned Gary Oldman for Mank mm-hmm. and Steve Yoon for Minari, which uh, Riz Ahmed and Steve Yoon both been nominated for lead actor. It's the first time an Asian man has been nominated for lead actor, and there's two of them. Cool. Because pa- Pakistan, yeah. he's British Pakistani for Islamid. So that's considered uh, South Asian. Actress in a leading role, Viola I mean, Davis. We, I mean, we call it the Middle East, but technically it's on the Asian continent. Right, exactly. exactly. It's like Russia. So it's, it's so big, it, it covers a lot. India. Um, Viola Davis, Ma Rainey, Black Bottom. This is the surprising one. Andrew Day for United States v. Billy Holiday. Vanessa Kirby for Pieces of a Woman. That's the only reason Netflix even picked up that movie. It's because Vanessa Kirby, uh, was, they knew she was going to be nominated. Carrie Mulligan for Promising Young Woman, which is interesting. Oh, everybody seems to like the movie. Yes. As a matter of fact, I think if anyone beats Frances McDormand, who's nominated for No Man Land, it would be Carrie Mulligan. We'll, we'll see what happens there. Um, for a director, there's this movie called Another Round. It's a Mads Mikkelsen movie where he's an alcoholic uh, type of thing. 
Um, that's what the another round is. That director, Thomas Vinterberg, got nominated. He got one of the five spots, which is interesting. Nice. And that movie got nominated for um, International Picture. Yes, right? Let me double check that. International Feature. Another round. Something from Hong Kong called Better Days. A Romanian film called Collective. A Tunisian film called The Man Who Sold His Skin. Ooh. And a movie from Bosnia and Herzegovina called, I don't even know how to say this. This is Flatten K. Vadi Saida. I mean, it's pretty cool. I want to see a Bosnian movie. I mean, as long as it's good. Well, shit. They thought it was good enough to submit for the Academy Awards. And the Academy Awards were like, this is good enough to be nominated. Because it was a whole process of, like, submitting a film. Um, oh, yeah. It's about director. So that's another round movie. Now we ha- we got to check this out because apparently it's pretty good. Um, Fincher for Mank. Lee Isaac Chung for Minari. Chloe Zhao for Nomadland. And Emerald Fennel for Promising Young Woman. Um, we talked about this last week, I think, for the Directors Guild. Zhao and Fennel were both nominated for a DGA, mm-hmm. and that was like the first time two women have been nominated for the DGA at the same time, and then the same two got nominated here. So that only makes sense. That tracks. And I think that's really uh, the, the big ones that, uh, you know, the big ones that matter, essentially. Yeah. Visual Effects Tenant got nominated for Visual Effects, so it's now a... Uh, Oscar nominated movie. But so is George Clooney's The Midnight Sky, and that movie was a hunk of shit. I, I, I mean, yeah, sorry. Sorry, Clooney. I know you're listening to the show. Anyway, so uh, those nominations came out. You need to make better movies and better tequila. Yeah, I haven't had the tequila. Is that, have you had the tequila? No, but The Rock's out selling him, so. Well, that's got his. Yeah, he's, that's The Rock. That's just The Rock. I'm going to have to do it. I'm going to do a taste test. Give me a shot of salsa to do between the tequila shots, <laughs> and we're good to go, baby. I love me some tequila. Um, so, like Keith Sanfield, already talked about that. That was how weird. This is how they're going to do the actual award show. They're doing an in-person awards show. The nominees are allowed to bring a guest. All right? So, in the crowd, it will just, just be nominees and their one guest. Um, all of the events that surround the Academy Awards have been canceled. Governor's Ball is the, whenever you see the pictures of everyone dancing and, yeah. and passing around the awards and doing that's the governor's ball afterwards canceled, canceled. nominees lunch beforehand canceled. canceled um the show is split between two locations the Dolby theater where they've been doing it for yeah. a while now and um it, is it just called Union Station yes Union Station in downtown LA Union Station is this big you know uh train station you know terminal like Grand Central in New York, right? It's this big building, central building. Um, but it's been used in movies and stuff, so it has the Hollywood history. It no. was used in Blade Runner. They dressed it up as the police station. No. Uh, so they are going to stage that and do the ceremony between the two uh, live. Okay. So so that's the whole plan there. So at least this year, I struggle every year watching this shit show, a three and a half hour shit show. I, I stopped watching. I don't you care don't, anymore. You even stopped watching a couple years ago. You're just like, I don't care anymore. Yeah. You're I'll... just like, the next day, tell me about the shit. Exactly. And then I tell you, and then you're like, it still sucks. Yep. The uh, I'm interested in seeing how they pulled this off with the, with the two locations. It's going to be weird. Yeah. No one, no one's zooming in. They're not doing any of that. They're not either. You as a nominee can show up to possibly win or, or you cannot. Or nothing. <clears throat> so it's it'll be uh, standing apart from like the Grammys and all this other crap. I, I hate it all. It all sucks. Um, friend of the show, uh, 
of the show. No, friend of friend of the show. That's what I want to say. Tim Story, director Tim Story, who made the Fantastic Four movies. Uh, something that he wants to see in the Marvel reboot regarding um, uh, Fantastic Four. I mm-hmm. thought this was interesting because when did that? That was like 2003, 2004. No. This is Tim Story. I'm, I'm making it, the original. I'm hmm? it, I mean, uh, the original wasn't good. No, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. The, the remake was... Parts of it were better. But then parts of it were worse. Oh. Um, Tim Story, friend of uh, Carl Verna, when I say friend of friend of the show. Uh, he says, we were never allowed to make Re- Reed Richards stretch like we wanted to make him stretch. A little bit of the technology wasn't there. It wasn't enough for us to do it and make it look really, really cool. This is 2005. Oh. So he wanted even more stretchy technology. So that's what now he wants. they can do weird shit. Yeah, he, sure. Now he wants a super stretchy Reed <clears throat> Richards. Well, I mean, he can do anything. I mean, he's he can. I mean, Reed Richards can turn into a giant sail if he wants to. That's true. Yeah. They, or he could his arm could literally stretch around the world if he needs to. Yeah. Why not? Let's find a reason for him to do that. Uh, so he can go like bing, 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 tap the thing on the shoulder, and he turns and it's like oh. But then it's uh it's just flash uh, anyway. Um okay. Flash movie Flashpoint loses Billy Crud up due to scheduling. Well, I thought it was weird when Doctor Manhattan was the Flash's dad, but I mean Hey, it's Elseworld shit. <laughs> yeah, he's hiding out on Earth as Flash's dad. Yeah, they're both DC characters. Uh, according to the Hollywood reporter, Billy Crudup out, unfortunately, due to scheduling. Um what he's doing oh it's a new season of Apple TV's The Morning Show is what he's on Um, but there is someone who's in for a different character and that would be uh, Maribel Verdu Verdu she is Barry Allen's mother Nora Allen the whole MacGuffin of the movie essentially right Flash wants to save Mm -hmm. this lady is uh, where's this lady from she is um, god so it's it's uh, uh, e to Mama Tambia and Pan's Labyrinth. She's the mom from Pan's Labyrinth. There you go. So, uh, she's out. No, she's in. Billy's out. Okay. Next story Movie Pass. It's back. What? I know, right? Like movie Pass is back? Movie Pass is back, baby. Uh, I'm confused. Movie Pass is dead. Long live Movie Pass. If you go to their website, moviepass.ventures, mm-hmm. there's a countdown timer that expires uh, on the 22nd, tomorrow. Okay. And it says the movie is about to start. So it looks like uh, Movie Pass is relaunching Somehow in some back. version. It's trying to come back. So. <coughs> so good for them, guys. Good for them. I'm just waiting for that Regal Pass to, to say, reactivate. <clears throat> you let me know when Regal's back up and I will re-sign up for that yeah. shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm pumped for that. Um, Disney CEO Bob Chappick. What's his name? Yeah, Bob Chappick. Talking about movies like Black Widow, if it eventually, you know, coming in theaters or uh, whatever, et cetera, et cetera. Here's the CEO of Disney. He says, flexibility is something that we've been working against and our situations and our conditions change. I mean, just a few weeks ago, theaters in New York and Los Angeles weren't even open. That's true, right? But then perspective, think about that. So we're waiting to see exactly how guests respond. Prospective theater goers respond to these reopenings. We're going to remain flexible. We're going to make the call essentially probably at the last minute in terms of how these films come to market, whether it's Black Widow or any other title. So what he's essentially saying is don't um, count out this movie eventually come out on Disney+. Plus. Uh, well, let's go streaming. Exactly, yeah. yeah. 
we're being flexible. If if a lot of people are coming out to the movies, we'll put it out in theaters. Yes. But if people are scared, then we're going to drop it on D+. Plus. But it does sound like he's waiting for other studios to yeah. test those waters first mm-hmm. before they do it. So we'll, we will see for sure. Um, Angelina Jolie uh, filing new court documents in her ongoing five-now-year-long divorce case with Brad Pitt. Mm-hmm. Uh, Some of that. These uh, alleging new domestic abuse allegations, which is, uh, which is no fun. And then uh, it's mostly stemming with the oldest, who uh, Maddox. Maddox Jolie Pitt, who uh, he apparently testified in court that was not flattering to, to Brad Pitt, but there were no real details. The exact details aren't out there. Um, apparently, Maddox... 19 years old, wants to drop the pit from his last name. And he okay. wants to just be Maddox Jolie. Uh, even, and reportedly, even Angelina Jolie is like, we don't want you, don't do that. We don't want you changing your last name. Okay. Keep keep the pit. Uh, so he is like completely just estranged from his yeah. pop. And that's sad. That's a bummer. Meanwhile, Brad Pitt, uh, there's a show that's on Discovery Plus, I think, called... I don't know what it's called. Property something. The Property Brothers came up with a show so they could hang out with celebrities. Geniuses. No. Geniuses. Uh-huh. Uh, they just like hook up with a celebrity and, and they help them. They do something like, with their house. They do something with their house or a friend. The, the first episode has Brad Pitt uh, like redesigning something for his like makeup lady or something like that. Hmm. Geniuses. That's what we need to do. Uh, that's why I was doing a podcast. I was trying to invite uh, celebrities in here. Best Best I got was Brett Rice. Pretty good. That's not bad. He told us about getting punched by Wesley Snipes. It's almost like we got punched by Wesley Snipes. Yeah, yeah. It's a residual punching. I'll mm-hmm. take it. He was such a nice guy. Ryan Johnson is making a mystery TV series. This will be for um, Peacock. According to the deadline, they uh, outbid a number of other streamers to get a 10-episode order of the show, which will star Natasha Leone. Okay. She's coming off of uh, the Russian doll being pretty good for, for Netflix recently. Uh, they put out a statement that's like, Ryan Johnson, a distinct sensibility and talent for Edge Your Mysteries, a massive gift, he has a huge dick, and we love the way he kisses us, and also <laughs> Natasha owns a babe, and uh, she can sit on her face, end quote. Something like that. You know, okay. Yeah. All these quotes are very samey-samey yeah. from these... Uh, from these uh, streaming services. But anyway, Ryan Johnson show coming with Natasha Leone. I'm into it. King of the Hill revival. <laughs> All right. That's weird. Well, I mean, apparently they're making a Beavis, Beavis and Butthead something. So... Well, yes, Beavis and Butthead is coming back on Paramount+. So, Plus. So Mike Judge is uh, working again. He's all about it. This will be the third uh, revival of Beavis and Butthead, I believe. King of the Hill, though, this is interesting. This is coming from one of the writers on a Reddit AMA. He says, I am Greg Daniels. Mike Judge will murder me for sharing this, but hell yes, in regards to it coming back. The Trump administration made it suddenly very relevant again. The characters have all aged 15 years. I think that's fun. That means Cotton's going to be dead. Is he? He's so old. <laughs> he's already so old. He's got to die. Or maybe he's on his deathbed. He's got to die. Um, I'd see an updated King of the Hill show. That sounds like fun. That definitely sounds like fun. Lena Headley. See what Bobby made of his life. Oh, I definitely want to <laughs> catch up with Bobby. I love Bobby. Bobby's such a great character. Lena Headey. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's got a new show. It's going to be a sci-fi show on AMC. It's going to be a new spectrum in AMC, and it's called Beacon 23. 
She is a woman who finds her way to a lonely beacon keeper and his lighthouse in the darkest recesses of space. So it's like the lighthouse in space. Yeah. <laughs> space house. Okay. Lena Hetty will start in space house. <laughs> uh, so that's coming down the road. Father of the Bride remake is happening. That's been in the works for a minute, but Don't now they actually have. That, but some, <laughs> some of our listeners do because we do have listeners who enjoy like the rom coms and sure. stuff. Yeah. And and I this is what I found interesting about it. I'm no. The casting, I don't really give a shit about in that it's Andy Garcia will be in the father role. Okay. But what then that does is it's doing a whole thing where now it's a, they're changing to a Cuban, it's a Cuban American family. So now it's father of the bride, but it's like a padre of the uh, bride. I don't know. Bride <laughs> um, so they're going Cuban American with it. They're diversifying their bonds, their stocks and bonds. Um, we've talked about this face-off sequel. It's happening, right? Uh, director of the guest Adam Wingard is doing it. He hinted at how how they can even conceive of a sequel mm-hmm. because it's like shit, man. One of them die. Mm-hmm. Isn't isn't the bad guy dead at the end of Face Off? If you go back and look at Face Off at the end, Nick Cage as you know bad guy face, but he's a good guy. Him lying next to John Travolta, who he's been like stabbed or shot or something in the gut. Oh, like he got impaled in yeah. in the through the torso. Yeah, he's laying in the ambulance. He reaches over to take his ring, his uh, uh, wedding ring, off of his hand. And Travolta, he's laying there bandaged, and he's not dead. He doesn't. If you're dead, they put a blanket over you. He's not dead. He doesn't have a blanket over him. He's bandaged up. Motherfucker's alive. We got a sequel coming, baby. <laughs> <laughs> with, with Nick Cage and Travolta. Oh my god, I can't wait. Bonkers. Isn't that that's gonna be wild? Because they both both of their careers have fallen off the deep end. Yes, they, they, <laughs> they well Nick Cage, he's comfortable with his role of like well, it, I'm it, making low budget crazy shit. Yeah. Travolta's one who's probably like, Hey geez, how come I can't get a <laughs> I can't get a good role over here? He's also had a couple of like he would be on his third movie comeback, maybe, if it works out for them. He's already had a few comebacks. Uh, let's see. As we go start going into overtime here, I got a handful of stories left that are kind of funny. Uh, uh, Pat Sajak over at Wheel of Fortune. Mm-hmm. Uh, apparently, he's having, having some issues lately. Well, I mean... That it's like, this isn't going too well for some of us. Okay. I mean, he, he's, like, he's like a relic of television and time past he, he's an old man he's probably deceptively old right we're probably not yeah. sure how old he really is in 2019 he had an emergency procedure for like a blocked intestine thing where he had to sit out for a while vanna white hosted a couple episodes since he's come back so, someone else who's way older than they look yeah 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 for sure uh, hollywood magic baby the uh here's a quote insider quote the producers want him pat to at least take a break from the show. They're hoping that we'll pull him out of this terrible tailspin. What's happening is since he's come back from his procedure, things haven't exactly been great for him. Uh, he's done a few things. Like um, The most recent thing was someone, uh, a contestant. This was in February. This guy's name is Chris Brimble. He has a, a, a noticeable lisp. So once he's like, oh, my name is Chris, and you know, blah, 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 blah. Um, Sajak responded with like, "Oh, that's nice," or something like he he, he made fun of his lisp. Dude, yeah. the guy's been doing this for like forty years. He's never done anything like that, like make fun of yeah. someone the way they talk. Um, he's also uh, 
for one of the rounds where they have to like have an envelope with the prize in it. He opened the envelope too early and revealed what the prize was before he was supposed to. He's just done a handful of gaffes that he's never done before, and now he's done a bunch of them. And he also acted like a little ornery with some of the guests. Like he got interrupted at one point by one of the contestants doing a a, a plug, and he was like, "Never interrupt the plugs. Don't do that." But he was like. Was he joking? If he was joking, it didn't come across no. as it. So the producers are now a little freaked out. Like, mm-hmm. we want this guy to take a break and step back. Um, so Pat Sajak, guys, watch Wheel of Fortune because you may see you. You can watch a man lose his mind on TV. Yeah, maybe I'm gonna start watching. Maybe he's got syphilis. You could have syphilis. You could have whatever right wing Fox disease because he's also a right wing guy mm-hmm. who's tweeted about like. Uh, climate change. Like, if if it's if there's global warming, how come I have this snowball in my in my front yard? You know, he's that kind of guy. Yeah, it's a, it's the same reason why uh, it was 55 degrees this morning in the middle of March in Florida. It's fine because on Friday it's going to be 91, 92. <laughs> it's fine. <dude. laughs> we're we're going to have a 40 degree swing this week. It's all good. It's normal. It's fine. It's fine. It's normal. Um, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. There's a sequel in the works that's been... They're doing the old thing where it's like, we're doing a sequel to the original movie. You know, screw mm-hmm. all the yeah. other ones, right? Yeah. And it's being produced by Fidi Alvarez, who did the Evil Dead remake recently, and the Don't Breathe, right? That's that's mm-hmm. a fun movie. Oh, Turkey Baster. Yeah, 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 yeah. Turkey Baster. Exactly. This guy goes <laughs> places. Fidi Alvarez is a little fucked up. He goes places. He scares me a little bit with what he wants to make, right? So he's producing this one. Direct sequel to the original, and even the actress has passed away, but they are bringing back the final girl character, the girl who gets away at the end. It's going to be centered on her, Uh, and they cast that girl with a a lady who is uh, just, you know, just an actress. Anyway, so I I found that very interesting. Um, Here is a, a couple of movies that are about to come out that'll be available soon drew on streaming that are all about terrible terrible things and i sort of want to watch some of them there's one called the last cruise the hbo documentary and it's a cruise about it's a documentary about the cruise that was like right at the beginning of the covid outbreak that got stuck out there for the disney not the disney but the diamond princess was stuck out there forever it's all what they did was they gathered all the uh the cell phone footage security cam footage all everything that they could to put together a a, story a pov first person account of this is what it's like to be on that shit literal shit ship Yes, Ugh. I want to see that. I want to see that. <laughs> Especially since I have a cruise booked for April 2022. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I definitely want uh-huh. to watch it. I'm, I'm vexed. We'll be fine. It's next year. We'll be fine. Um, the people who did the Comey rule, which was the, sh- the the limited series on Showtime where Brendan Gleeson played Trump and uh, uh, was it Jeff Daniels played Comey? I think so. And uh, it wasn't that well-reviewed, unfortunately, but it doesn't matter. Uh, for them, because they got their next uh, gig, which is a limited series for a Showtime about the January 6th Capitol riot. Interesting. I wonder who's going to play the, uh, the QAnon shaman. Yeah. Uh, hopefully uh, uh, it's someone. I don't know. I don't know who's going to be. Hopefully they bring back Brendan Gleeson for <laughs> Trump. That'd be fun. Um, You know about the whole WeWork thing? The WeWork scandal from a few years no. ago? Documentary about that on Hulu. Called... Uh, it's called, uh, I think it's just called WeWork. What's it called? It, that, that sounds interesting, though, because it's like, how did this happen? WeWork, we're the making and breaking of a $47 billion unicorn. Yeah. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Gets all into how all that shit went on. They were just like renting office space. Yeah. They were re-renting office space. Yes. And, and and someone valued that business at 40 whatever billion dollars and people. Yeah. It, a lot of people lost a lot of money. It blew up and then things went bad. And this documentary gets into it. And I, I like to, I like any documentaries that are about the, the failures of capitalism. Um, A Time to Kill is getting redone as a series called A Time for Mercy. And it's going to be an HBO series. And Matthew McConaughey will be reprising the same role of the Southern lawyer who convinces other whites that black people are people too. Okay. All right, all right, all right. Okay. So that's coming, guys. Get ready for it. You ready? I guess. I guess so, yeah. No one's asking for it, but it's happening. It's time for mercy on HBO. Uh, Final three stories. Drew Sikagram, Gareth Evans. Is that right, the guy's name? I'm looking at posters on the wall. The guy who did the Raid movies. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, he has a show called Gangs of London that I've mentioned a few months ago okay. that's just like an action show but you know it's a London and, yeah. and stuff like that um, season one in April will be airing on AMC it's it's originally on AMC Plus mm-hmm. and it's also a UK show so they're putting out the first season to get people pumped for a second season and hopefully get people to sign up for the AMC Plus uh, streaming channel or whatever okay I'm just happy it's given me a reason to uh, to use my Sling TV. Yeah. Because I got that shit for... You can Sling that shit. Partially for the AMC. Yeah. I can Sling that shit, baby. Uh, Showtime. Back to Showtime. They're doing a TV series. Actually, no. This was originally for the Paramount Plus. Uh, it was a Paramount Plus show that just got moved to Showtime. The movie, The Man Who Fell to Earth, David Bowie plays mm-hmm. an alien who comes to Earth, being done as a TV show with uh, my boy... Chewie Tell EG4. Nice. Yeah, so he'll be playing an alien man crashing in on Earth, but not exactly Earth girls are easy, not that type of thing. Yeah. It's a different type of alien guy. But also not um what's the other one? Not Homeboy from Outer Space. Homeboy from Outer Space? Is that was called? Have you seen that one? Sort of a it's a weird one. Uh here we go. Final story. Daniel Radcliffe will be joining Sandra Bullock and Channing Tatum in a thriller called The Lost City of D. He's going to play the bad guy. Okay. So Bullock, Tatum, teaming up together. Imagine this. They team up, right? Mm-hmm. She's a... Re- oh, that's not a team up. Never mind. Something else. She's a reclusive romance novelist. Mm-hmm. He is the model that they use for the cover of the book. They are on a book tour together because that's a thing that happens. Mm-hmm. Authors frequently tour with the models yeah. from their books. Um, a kidnapping attempt sweeps them into a cutthroat jungle adventure with Daniel Radcliffe. That sounds awful. <laughs> Actually, yeah, now that I read it, it does sound awful, doesn't yeah. it? That, sound, uh-huh. that sounds fucking terrible. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm, unless it's Die Hard in a Jungle. I mean, like, it sort of sounds like what it is. It, kind of, <laughs> it does have Chain and Tatum in it. Um, yeah, that's going to be bad, guys, so <clears throat> stay away from that one, probably, is the lesson of, of the day. And I think that's it. We made it to the end of the episode, Drew, cool. with uh, only 10 minutes over time, so it's not All too right. bad. That Justice League discussion got a little... Yeah. I bet it's, it's a four-hour goddamn... What the fuck? Fuck the, fuck the what? That fuck the what is correct. Thank you, Drew Sakagward, for that insight. And for doing the show, I appreciate it. And uh, listeners, you are welcome, but that's the end. We're done. We'll be back next week with 429. Ain't it fine? Uh, ooh, Godzilla vs. Kong ooh, cool. is next week. And then also on Netflix, um, Eric Andre's Bad Trip. Ah, uh, I saw the preview for that. that. looks weird. Yeah, so we'll be reviewing those movies uh, next week. 
on Cinema Crossing. But so, do you hear that? Do you hear that music? Yes, you hear that? Drew, do you hear that? Yes. That's the outro music. That's the outro saying it's the end of the show. A PFT Media Production.